Oh, hello, Paul. Um, what is this nonsense now? Um, <laughs> what are you doing? You know what I did this week? What? Balanced my chakras. Oh, yeah? Yes. And I did PMA studies. Sure. You know what that is? No. Positive mental attitude. I am positive now. I'm a brand new person. I've changed everything about me, everything about my life, and the way I go about things is new and fresh this week. So now you're not like super tense and ready to explode at any moment? I'm incredibly calm, centered, focused. Focused. And I've written some crimes I think are miles better than any previous because of this new positive mental attitude. Everyone is going to meet a new and exciting and refreshing Paul today. Okay. Uh, well, I'm excited for you. I'm glad you, you were able to to balance yourself and, you know, a new you, a new Paul, a new day. Yep. A new year, yep. you know? Very exciting. I'm not going to get upset at people. I'm not going to get upset at things. You're not going to get upset at me? Absolutely not. What reason would I have to be upset at you? Well, just, you know, sometimes these crimes don't go the way you want them to, and I just... Look, I can take the heat, but I'm just—I just want to make sure, like this new you, you're gonna take any criticism with an open mind, open heart, you know. Well, I would take any criticism with an open mind, open heart if there was anything to criticize. Okay. But here today, actually, these crimes are pretty much the perfect crime. Perfect crime. Last so, episode. Yep. So positive mental attitude. I'm ready. Well, actually, let me do one more of this. Um. And if you are having trouble, what you do is you mix the um sound with a shot of liquor. So here we go. Ready? Uh. Um. Nice, nice shot of whiskey to start the podcast. Yes, I'm ready to go. I'm also ready to go. Let's get into this. You're, what do you? You're, can you open your book so we can get started? Michael. <laughs> yeah. I will open the book. Thank you. Okay, I've opened the book. I, you know, I just don't want there to be any, like, lag time between us saying, hey, let's start the crimes, and then you have to get into the book. It's just... You think, now the book is open. Book's open. So, that was a lot of time that it took me to open the book, wasn't it? Well, and I, look at all this time that we The amount of time wasted. I was talking, you were, it was a real slow open. I, look, look, we obviously were off on the wrong foot here. We're, you're balanced. I'm not balanced, but... Well, I'm that's still pretty pretty much true. chill. All right. All right. So let me try to teach you a little bit about balancing. Okay. And what's going to come out of that is creativity. Okay. So today we've got <clears throat> some crimes about... Actually, let's just start with talking about the weather. Sure. Yesterday... We're Minnesotans, so every conversation has to either start or end with the weather. Correct. So today we have a weird little summer day happening. Much it's a, warmer. It's a very sunny... Bright, kind of warm day. It snowed very hard yesterday, so that's the yep. kind of the bipolarness of Minnesota. And just a warning for you tonight: I hear negative five, negative ten. That does not surprise me in the least. Nope. And then tomorrow, five to ten. Yeah. So it's going to get back to cold. But all the snow coming down yesterday, I was looking out at the blizzard and I was thinking about different things, and I came up with a snow crime. Okay, snow crimes. So you want to talk about snow season? Love. I love a, a good snow crime. So this is going to be a crime that we can commit every year during winter time. So pretty much Which is like half nine year. months out yeah. of the year. We can do this. Snow season crime. So the first step that we're going to have to do here 
save all your water bottles or steal empty water bottles from the recycling. Mm-hmm. So collect them all when you're drinking water. Maybe it's Dasani, maybe it's Aquafina, sure. maybe it's Nestle Pure Life. Could even be Smart Water, Smart Voss. Voss. Oh, like the big fancy bottles. Could be those. Any water bottle. They're all on the table. Any brand, pretty, any shape. Pretty much. I'm trying to think of if there's any brand that we couldn't do. Probably the ones that do like the box water. Because that's cardboard. That's probably not what you're looking for. Yeah, let's probably just... You could probably recycle that regular. Yeah. But anyway, we could take them. We save them. And if we save enough, great. If we don't, we're just going to go to around drive to house to house mm-hmm. take bottles out of recycling sure so then next step we have a big box of bottles in the back room start a snow removing company so ella we come in and we do your driveway we do your sidewalks whatever you need mm-hmm. we come in with our plow and we remove the snow, remove the snow. so we're gonna need the mafia to get a get us a plow all right, that's. Oh come on! That's it's not, I was not gonna say, it's not that big. You're right. It's not that big. An ask. Okay, and also if the mafia has problems, we could probably say we'll plow your driveway too. So come on, that'll be nice for you anyway. Sure. Okay. Keep the snow and bring it inside. So we collect all the snow, we put it in a in the different boxes, bins, rubber made containers, and bring it inside. Okay. Leave it inside for about six, seven hours. Mm-hmm. Come back. Fill up the water bottles with the empty, with the melted snow. Uh, seal, and I figured out how to seal the water bottles back up so it looks brand new. What we do is we get one of those things that people use to make wood art, the engraving machines. Oh, yeah. That just have a little hot tippy tip. Just melt the... Melt... And then seal, 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 seal. Eight times around. The other way we could do it probably is take an electric barbecue or grill, uh, take out the heating unit out of the electric grill, and just use that as a sealer tool. Okay. Heat it up. Poke, 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 poke. Okay. Then uh, go to Target. Okay, so then... Oh, this is... Oh, it's a two-part. All right. Well, now we have water bottles. Now we have water bottles. For free. Yes. So, what are we going to do? Minus okay. the cost of the gas of the snowplow. Yeah, but we still make a regular money from the people that we plow the snow for. Fair enough. You know? Fair enough. Okay, so we got free water bottles. Maybe we got 712 or something. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do with all these water bottles? I uh, hope we would sell them. Yep. Go to Target. Okay. Sneak to the thermostat in Target and turn up the heat a lot. Okay, to like 95 degrees. Then wait outside. And as the people coming out, they're sweaty, they're confused, they're hot, it's crazy in there. What the the hell? Right? We wait outside and we sell water to the the people coming out of the Target store. Mm -hmm. And then we can just keep repeating. And basically, we're the heroes of the community. We are doing everybody's driveways, which is nice for them. Nice for us. They pay us a little bit of money. And then we're also giving water to the people who need it most that are stuck in the Target store that's very hot. Mm, yeah. And it doesn't have to be a Target store. It could be a Walmart. could be DJ Maxx. could be Menards. could be Home Depot, Lowe's, Goodwill. Yeah. Maybe even gas stations. Gas stations? Sure, sure. So that's a crime. That's the kind. Okay. And we could do this every single year, all the way from November to March. 
Easy peasy, you know, delicious times. Okay. When other people see the snow coming down, they say, ah, shit. What a bad day for me. Because now I'm going to have to drive through snow. I'm going to have to do whatever. When we see snow coming down, we say, big bucks coming our way way. tomorrow. Um, I do have a couple concerns. Nope. I think, I think nope. it's nope. okay. Nope. Nope. I think it's actually not your worst. Um, what the? F- hey, center, center yourself. Okay. <clears throat> okay, Michael. What do you want to talk about that you have problems with? Well, I just feel like, you know, these snowplows are like so dirty, and I feel I feel like the snow we collect is just going to be a bit tainted. Uh, I'm wondering if maybe you have some kind of plan to purify the water before we put it in the bottles. What? 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 You think there's going to be dirt in the snow? Uh, almost certainly. It just by the sake of it just being on the ground, then touching probably like okay. a rusted, well, non-protected paint on the on the scoop. First off, okay, do some basic due diligence and just wipe off the plow before we go okay. with the Clorox. Sure, we could clean it that way, but it's still probably going to be, unless they buy us a brand new fresh paint right off the lot snowplow, it's probably going to be, it's just going to be dirty, the salt's going to get on it from the road, or it's going to be rusted out. It's just, I'm just worried a little bit about the safety. Okay, fine. I will get some different cheesecloths or whatever, and we will run it through basic filtration process. Okay. Before we put it into the bottles. That's all I needed to know. Just simple, you know, filter. Okay, and then... Ooh, big scary Mike's good big scary idea. Well, guess what? I solved it right ahead of you, bitch. You're right. I I mean, I feel like I kind of set you up to for you to help yourself, but it's fine. I'm, I'm happy you took that <laughs> criticism and you, you, you solved the problem. That's what I do every day. Yes, Michael. Great. Um, one other <sighs> positive, 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 positive. So, when we're turning up the heat, is this? Are, are we? Are we taking? Are we got our purified water? We got our water bottles. Yep. We found a way to somehow reseal. Yeah, with the wood engraver tool, or now, an that, electric. Wouldn't that just melt the plastic? Because it's just like, quick tip. Because it's perforated. I guess we could re-perforate it so it like so snaps you, off. What you do is you take out the water bottle. You it's unsealed, and when you look at the water bottle ring, the little plastic ring that keeps it sealed together mm-hmm. uh, underneath the cap. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, uh, eleven to twelve. Usually, little clicky clackies yeah. that are connecting the top of the lid to the little plastic ring. Sure. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we put it back on, line it up, and then you take your little wood engraver. And you melt it. Or you take your ingredient. Yeah, quick quick melt, though. Like a second. <laughs> just a little tap, 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 tap. Resealed. That'll just make it so it'll pop right back off? The most important part is the clickety-clack. Everybody needs the clickety-clack to know that it's a fresh water bottle. I, I agree, and that's why I'm so concerned that maybe this melting solution what else is going to happen what do you think is going to happen it's well, not going to come off yeah we're going really quick with the click with the pressing the heat onto the thing 
Look, I, I just, I don't know. I haven't seen this done. I don't I'm. Have you done the research on Trust this? Trust me. There's not going to be any weirdness there. Okay. I because just, what maybe else? we could research how they get the things on in the first place. And maybe we could just Well, do I that. think what they do is they meld on the whole thing into one connected piece. And then they come in with a little knife and they go, shh, 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 You think they do a knife on each individual Yeah, bottle? except for the 12 spots. They have people doing it or something. Okay. All right. So we could do that. We could seal up the whole thing again and then cut. Well, I'm not, I'm not super convinced, but you seem very confident. We can solve this. No problem. Okay. This is not a problem. With your new balanced and, you know, centered self. Yeah. I'm there's totally more new blood person. going to your brain. Yes. I'm sure we're going to be able to work through this. No problem. Yep. Um, so shut up. Okay. Hey, that doesn't <laughs> sound very centered to me. Sounds a bit snippy if you ask me. So, all right, and I just one more question about the target. Now, I ah. before before I go too hard what? on you, uh, I I just want to ask about the timeline of when we're selling these bottles. Is it like right after they melt and pure are purified and melted on? We put the bottles in the truck. We got to get rid of them right away. <laughs> yep. So we drive over there. Okay. Um, that's all right. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking you might say. So. So, first of all, we're doing this in a dead of winter. Yep. People are already very cold. Yep. And they go into a nice warm target. Yep. Wouldn't that be nice? Okay. You try sitting in 95 degree to 100 degree heat for an hour. See how you feel. Go right. walking around in that. Fair enough. I think no matter how cold it is outside, we turn that thermostat up to 97. People are going to be... People are going to be sweating. Because also, they don't take off their jackets when they go true. into the store. So it's going to be very, very toasty, okay. roasty. Fucked up hot. That's a good point. Okay. Now, my other question, not complaint, not criticism, uh, is once you're in that, that, that super hot temperature... And you go out to a nice cold area. Isn't that like almost just as refreshing as a, a bottle of water? Like a cold bottle of water? But think about how your throat is hurting because it's been so hot for an hour. And I okay, just want what, some what, fresh How do you know water. they're going to be in there for an hour? How, is that how long you spend in a Target? At least, Target usually is a half a day. Half a day? Yes. What are you buying at a Target? Different things. You got to look at every single object to find the best object. What do you know? Are you what they at? have in there? They got uh, some good stuff. They got a lot of stuff. There's different things to look at, think about. To think about, just yeah. ponder on. Okay, let's put an example on the table. So a table. Mm-hmm. Well, I could get a brown rectangular table. Would that work? Maybe. Does it look nice? Maybe. But it's a piece of shit, actually, because once I go like that, clickety-clackety on the roll, it turns out it's hollow or something like that. You have to study everything in there. It takes a long time. If it takes Yeah, but four, it's not like you can find takes, like a solid oak table if at a Target. You have to go to like a furniture store for that. four to five hours to get through Target to get any one item. It probably takes regular people who aren't as smart as me about an hour to get what they need. I mean, I suppose it depends on how big their shopping list is, but well, I'd say an hour. I'm probably is... they need okay. I need a toy for some, you know, little 
fucking nephew's birthday or whatever and i need one electronic headphone set because my other one's broke when i dropped them in the toilet and i need some laundry detergent because i just always need laundry detergent oh i forgot about paper towels guess what they're walking around that store five six times to get to the right thing locate what they need and i get around okay. and they're in there for at least an hour Look, the main point of what i'm trying to get at is wouldn't it be a better plan to hold on to the water until summer then go in, turn up the heat, and then they want like a nice drink of cold water. I know for me personally, in the winter, my water consumption goes way down because I'm just like, I'm not thirsty in the in the winter. I'm I'm thirsty in the summer. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you about why this. There's two problems with this one. Okay. Number one, when we're in the winter and we go outside and we stand in front of the target, we put the water in the snow or on the ground next to us. And it gets cold automatically. If we're in the summer and we go down there, we put the water in the ground or on the ground next to us, it's going to melt into a pile of hot mess. <laughs> okay. All right. What about there's such things as coolers? You Okay. You're fronting the cost for the coolers and any Fine. ice. Okay. The other problem, what are we going to do with six, seven thousand water bottles where are we gonna put them oh i assume you're gonna put them in your house you're gonna have that was on every single wall all around you make a water bottle chair what are you gonna do with all that look okay that's too many water bottles for one person to have well where are we are we taking well first of all some at some point in this timeline there's gonna be somewhere filled with seven thousand water bottles well, one is, are are we are we no, hanging out here and we resealing all these water bottles and filling them up? Because we do it one snowfall at a time in the winter, and by the time the next snowfall comes, all the water bottles have already been sold from the snowfall before that. I just I I, I find it hard to believe that you're going to be able to sell seven thousand water bottles in the dead of winter, especially outside of a Target. You know. Because okay, it's not a, like there's 7,000 people in Walmart. a Target at any given time. What about a Walmart? Same problem. It's bigger. Bigger? <laughs> That's your only... Shut, a whole strip mall. We turn up every single store. The heat. Also, I just I feel a little worried that we're just going to look a bit suspicious when everyone's heat just got turned up and there we are with a nice refreshing beverage to greet the escaping customers. You know what? I didn't think about that. They could probably just turn the heat back down. Yeah. If they start to feel warm, the yeah. employees. Exactly. So you're going to have to get uh, some kind of lock box that goes over the top of the thermostat so that they can't touch it. So, okay. So that's even more insane. So you want to break in to a, a retail store. Uh-huh. Turn up the thermostat and then put some kind of contraption over it yeah, to like, lock out any like other small metal box, like the size of, um, you know, we could build it out of. Actually, what would be perfect? You know, in some houses they have recipe booklets or recipe collections. Sure. And they use index cards. They have a little case, a metal case that has all the index cards of the recipes on it. Yeah. We go to different houses, go in, and find that, take out the recipes. They can keep those, probably put them in a rubber band or something for them. I Take the box, and then we'll cut a hole in the bottom of the box that we can use to click, 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 
change the thing, and then we tape the box onto the outside so they can't get to it. Or glue it. But it's just taped or glued? Glue it. Glue it and tape it. Screw it. All three things. Uh, I I wasn't completely not on board with this plan at the start, but I feel like just the more we get into it, the more problems pop up. What do you mean? I just... I don't think we're going to be, be able to move that amount of product in the winter. We're not, like, an official brand. I, I didn't even ask about, like... You know what? The other thing... Do we, about- do, how do we, like reseal these like are we gonna just say oh this is a dasani bottle this is a life water bottle and yeah. it's like different but different brands okay What's so it's your not like you're brand? making your own brand no nope. no nope. okay. we just have every brand of water available i got another idea for how we how we can make this work for you yeah what we can do one thing we could do is we could use the plow so once we plow the snow we bring it back good then we go to the target turn up the heat in the target put on the lockbox. now it's hot then we come back outside, get in the plow, and then we can plow people's cars away so they can't find their cars anymore. Also, here's something I, I They can't find their cars anymore, and then of. when they get out of the target, they're not going to have anywhere to escape to. They're going to need water. Okay. I think I just realized something. I think you're thinking of the wrong machine to do this job, because a plow just pushes the snow around. It doesn't collect it. It's not like one of those things that like puts it into the back of the truck. There's no real way to no, collect the snow. No, we can do. We can get. We collect it because we take the plow, plow it up. Okay, the plow is full of snow, right? Then we unhook it and then we just put it in the back. What do you? What is? What do you? You just said a group of words that didn't even go together. <laughs> what are you saying? The plow is on the front of the truck. Yeah. Plow the snow. Yeah. Unhook the plow. Okay. Put the snow in the back of the truck. And then we just shovel uh, all the snow we put into the truck? Just dump it. But it doesn't have like that... No, use your hands. Oh you my don't God. need to lift it. You just... Or, I mean, you don't need a so hydraulic just... lift. You just need to grab the plow full of snow, unhook it. Then you... You, yeah, I take one side, you take the other, and we just pour it into the back. Okay. I'm going to have to say no to this. I, I think this is getting long, a little long-winded. It's, it's just not going to work. What? I'm sorry. It just don't work. We can't lift up, first of all, a very heavy plot filled with snow. It's just... I, I'm, you're not that strong. I'm pretty strong, but not what that f- strong. <laughs> I could bench press 6,000 pounds. That's not true. Okay. You know what? Michael... Yeah. Then let's move on. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm... That's what a positive person would do. Yeah. That's what I'm doing today. I'm sorry this didn't work out. For I'm you. sorry that you... Okay, here we go. For the next one, my dear friend. And yes. I really appreciate everything you're doing today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This one's called Jesus Christ on a Cracker. Jesus Christ on... Okay. Okay. So, the first thing that we have to do for this crime... This crime could be really powerful, but there's a few things that we're going to have to make happen. Okay? Okay. You're going to have to work with me, not against me, work with me. I'm always working with you. Okay. You just don't always see it that way. The first thing we have to do is go into restaurants late at night and get at their cheese. Okay. Okay? So, we got to figure out how to get into a restaurant in the middle of the night, how to get to the cheese. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay? 
All right. B and E, some cheese. Yes. So once we figure out how to do that, then the rest of this is cake. I mean, or cheese. Just you know, cheesecake. Yeah. Okay. So the what we do is we use a slingshot, and we take some cotton balls that we have at home. We grab mm-hmm. cotton balls, dip them in paint, blue green colored paint. Sure. Uh, and dip them, put it in the slingshot, and sling the paint-covered cotton balls at the cheese. Okay. Then we leave and wait behind the dumpster of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Do you know where I'm going with this here? I had no clue. Okay, so basically what happens is the cotton balls will leave paint splatter uh, on the cheese. Moldy. And it'll look like mold. Okay. Yep. Now you're getting it. Now you're getting it, my friend. So we leave, wait behind the dumpster. Once the restaurant opens, the team will come in and the cooks will look at this and they'll, oh, shoot! All of our Parmesan, all of our Munster is ruined. Gouda for us. Mm-hmm. We're going to collect, they're going to throw it away in the dumpster. They're going to take the, all the cheese. So then what we do is we come in and we say, Perfect! You got some parmesan and all this different stuff mm-hmm. that we like, mozzarella even. Collect it, wipe off the mold, gouda to go. You already used one gouda pun, so that's two strikes. You got okay. one more, you're out. Okay, I'll try to make them cheddar. Sell. <laughs> okay, so there. I hate you. <laughs> We go back and we collect all the cheese from the different restaurants. And simple, we sell them back to the restaurants in need. And okay. the restaurant, because the restaurants are going to have be having trouble because they're going to get up on Tuesday, and they're going to think they had three wheels of parmesan, two things Munster, some Swiss for the Cubanos or whatever. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Now none of it works. They don't have any more. So then we come around, we got a cheese cart. We say, what are you guys, what's going on over here, guys, in the restaurant? Mm-hmm. And they say, we, got, we have no cheese. I have cheese for you, what do you need? And then we have the cheese available. So we bring them the cheese, sell it to them for a discount. And then we're basically like the Robin Hoods. We're the super cheese men of the town. The super cheese men of the town. And that's what I got. That's about, that's called Jesus Christ on a cracker. Okay. Excuse me for using the Lord's name in vain, but it was worth it for Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so the, the, I think the biggest thing here, granted we could get around this, is restaurants for multiple reasons, mainly legal reasons, they lock up their dumpsters at night. So people can't get in and then get sick from their food and then sue them. So if they toss out all their cheese, we won't be able to get at it. They're going to but that's what we're going in at night. And sp- uh slingshotting the cheese. Yeah. So what we're going to need is the dumpster in the morning when they've come back for the day. So they won't have it locked up then cuz they'll have it opened up. That's not how it works. I think they unlock it only when they throw out the food, not it's unlocked all morning and then locked up at night. Okay, so when they unlock it to throw out the cheese, they throw it. I'll take a coat hanger and unspool it, unconnect it into one long wire. And then when they try to dump, close back up the dumpster, I put the coat hanger in between and keep the dumpster open. Okay, 
Um, problem solved. Yeah, I suppose we could try to okay move take on. The lock. Get, just get to the next. That's, um, and well, okay. I'll just go uh, do this one, and then I'll go way back up top uh, of my list. Uh, so we're not going to be able to sell this cheese back to the restaurants. They have their own suppliers, their own contracts, and all that good stuff. And even if they didn't, they wouldn't just buy cheese from some guy in the restaurant and says, I've got cheese for you. Uh, you want cheese? You want some mozzarella? You some know mozzarella? what? I, I beg to differ. You, baby. you beg to differ? If I put on a good little outfit, maybe it's a nice yellow polo, mm-hmm. yellow pants. And You're gonna go full yellow outfit? White gloves, a white baseball cap, white You look like sneakers. a serious killer in this. <laughs> and it says cheese man, super cheese boy or something. I come in. So and I you're say, co- you're dressed up as a as a superhero at this point to sell this cheese. I say this is what this is what I do. I save the restaurants that need it. I've heard this town is in need of some cheese. Okay, first of all, that sounds very suspicious. <laughs> Because how do they, how does, like, is this, like, when would the word get out that they need cheese? How long are we holding on to this cheese for before we sell it back? Is it the next day? It's the same day. I just happen to be there. the same day? I'd be like, why do you know about the cheese shortage? Did you steal the cheese? No, I'll say, I heard heard people talking about it. I heard them come in and say, can I, somebody said, walking out, said, I wish I could have got a grilled cheese sandwich, but they didn't have any cheese. And I, ding, I came in to help you. Now, what do you need? What do you usually get? Usually you get two balls of mozzarella, a wheel of Parmesan, three things of cheddar, and a Swiss. Well, guess what? I got that for you. All right, so is this like a a deli that we're stealing from? Not like a full restaurant? Any any restaurants. Okay, you can't just walk into a restaurant and get a wheel of cheese Multiple balls of mozzarella. This is not how restaurants but work. But we could sell it to them. Oh, okay. I thought you were asking, like, yeah, the, the, never mind. All right. The other way that I could do it is come in as Super Cheese Man, sit down at the restaurant, I'll order the cheesiest food on the menu. Mm-hmm. Then when they say, oh, I'm sorry, we can't do that today. We're out of the cheese. Then I, I can help you. What do you need? And then I can get in that way. Okay. Problem solved. Suspicion eliminated. I, I I still don't think legally they could just buy your cheese out of the back of the truck. They're going to want to. They're going to be tempted. Will because they? think about how many re- different dishes have cheese in them and how much their sales are going to be impacted for that day if they don't get that cheese sorted out. I don't know. It could be a lot. Look, all of their cheese is gone. Somebody comes in. And they want fettuccine Alfredo. What are you going to give them? Just noodles? Maybe. Well, it depends on what kind of... You haven't like... Name me one dinner. One dinner. That doesn't involve cheese. Go. Chili. Nope. You put a cheese on top of that. You Everybody can't. It's wants optional. It. Everybody wants it. Alright. If you got a chili... I'm just saying it's optional. If you got a chili at a restaurant and they came and you said, Can I get a little sprinkly cheese on top mm. of this? And they said, We don't have any problem plain hamburger not everyone likes a cheeseburger come on come on you're grasping at straws they all need they need cheese for every single dish i don't know if that's true because there's a lot of lactose intolerant people in the world 
But you're right. It, it's uh, you need a lot of cheese. For you a are see what I. You, I'm positive. You're negative. Am I? You're. I'm looking at this as a critical item on their menu. And you're just trying to find these little, ooh, the lactose intolerant people, the people who don't want cheese on their cheeseburger. Come on! Mike. I just, I just feel like this plan so far has is just a little unfocused. Like you don't know which restaurants we're going to. Is it a deli? Is it a sit down? Is it Italian? Is it Indian? It's like, every restaurant in town. Every restaurant in town. So we're just stealing like mountains of cheese to we, s- potentially sell back. We do a town that we probably could not sell back because of. We do one town per day, probably 20, 30 restaurants per day. 20 to 30 restaurants per day. That means we're breaking into 20 to 30 restaurants at night. Yes. And then in the morning going around to 20 to 30. Dumpsters. <laughs> Dumpsters. and Okay. Collecting, right. wiping it off. Now, if we're already breaking into the restaurant, why don't we just straight up steal the cheese? Why do we need to steal it from the dumpster? Well, how are you going to be able to carry all the cheese out? How are you going to be able to carry it all out in the, from the dumpster? One at a time. So then that's how we steal it from the restaurant. <laughs> You're going to be in there too long. Here's the other problem with that one. That's going to cause your suspicion. If they get up in the morning and they go to their work, I'm a cook, I open the fridge and the cheese is just gone, that means we robbed. Or somebody ate too much, got a little stoned, ate too much cheese last night after I closed, you know, or whatever. But if I get up in the morning, go to work, and there's just mold on all the cheeses, then I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw it away and gonna say we need some new cheese. They all are bad. Also, okay. So then, so how that's about this? Why how that about this, Mister? Was a dumb idea, Mister Centered. Most of the, it's not like this cheese is just out and about. It's gonna be wrapped up in plastic to keep it fresh. Are you you want to spend the time to unwrap every piece of cheese, chuck a, a cotton ball full of green paint at it, wrap it back up perfectly? Yes, I do. And you think just straight up stealing the cheese is going to take too much time inside the store? Yes. Especially if we're doing 20 to 30? You're out of your mind. Just sit... What about... Okay, we could cut a hole in the wrapping. Slingshot right at where we cut the hole. Are you good with the slingshot? Have you ever used a slingshot before? Do you think you can make that shot? Tape it back up. I don't... Tape it up? Yeah. So then they're gonna they're gonna inspect the cheese to say why is this moldy? This is just brand new. This is less than a week old. There's tape on there. Oh, why is it? Why is there green stuff? It doesn't look like mold. It kind of looks like paint. That's the other problem. It's not gonna look like mold. It's gonna look like paint. It's gonna be crusty. It's gonna be like flaking off. That's maybe how some molds, different kind of molds, work. No. No, it doesn't. Okay. It's not going to look like fuzzy and green like mold looks. We can get some hangers. When you shave this week, Okay, it's keep not... your little mu- you what know, are you mustache What talking about? Jobs. Have you seen mold before? You could keep those, put those in the paint, and it'll have texture. It it doesn't look like beard hair. It looks like, like fluff. Like, okay, no. Just because, no, I'm not, this is also a no, because, because no. Because you don't understand the basic principle of what you're talking about. Okay, whatever. You want to move on to the yeah. third and final thing of the day? Yes, I do. All right. Turns out you're dumb. I, I beg to differ. I think you're dumb. All right. Third one we have is white glove plant delivery. Oh, this one's so tasty. I can... It's a okay. perfect crime. 
This one's really good. Okay, step one. Step one. Step one. Buy an expensive houseplant. Okay. So different uh, macadalias or common dinkas, mm-hmm. perennials. Sure. Stuff like that. Fancy one that costs a bit of money. Okay. Right. Buy one of those. Get an imitation version of that. Go actually get seven or eight or ten, twelve imitation versions of that house plant for cheap. Buy those. Then when that comes in, snip, snap, swipe them around the different uh, imitation ones to match exactly the look of the real house plant. Okay. So if it comes in. Maybe the real house plant has three flowers, two two leaves on the left, one leaf on the right, you know? Mm-hmm. So then we get the imitation one, snip, snap, snip, re-glue, swipe it over, and we make it look exactly the same. All right. Perfect. So you like that so far? Uh, no. Okay, so then it's an exact replica. So then we, we go onto the Craigslist or whatever. And we say, hey, everybody, I got a French Mankatanka Kankum. A very, very fancy plant. It eats flies and jumps around in the middle of the night or something. I don't know, whatever. Sure. Uh, so we sell the plant to someone. And we offer, we say we only offer a white glove delivery, unfortunately, because we need to teach you how to make sure to properly maintain this plant and standards, all these things. So we'll, we'll come around to your place. What's your address? Perfect. All right. Bring it in. Say, so where would you like this? It would, oh, that's going to be a great spot to have it. Now you're going to want to water this uh, only once a month, not more, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Give them a list of rules and then walk out. Perfect. That night, we sneak in, and we exchange the real plant for the fake one. Okay. And then, basically, they're going to wake up the next day, and they're not going to notice anything because, you know, look at my new plant again. It's right over there. Exactly where it was. Looks exactly how it looked last night when I got went to bed. Very cool. I'm going to show it to my friends later or something. Mm-hmm. It's going to take them a long time to realize, wait a minute. This plant that was real when I bought it, because I saw it up close and it was for sure real, it's actually a faker because we swip swapped them. Okay. And then what we do is we just keep selling to the next person who ordered. We just do the same thing. We take the plant over there. Here it is. And we just keep doing it. And we just sell the plant to probably sell the same plant to probably 5,000 different people. 5,000 different people. You think you can sell a house plant? Maybe 100. Before it dies 5,000 different times? Okay, maybe we can get to to 100 before it dies. 100 days. 100 days. Because as it grows, then we just get new plants, and then we just swip, swipe, snipe, add some more to it. Okay, okay. So, all right. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Let's see. Um, I suppose, how, how are you going to, I feel like it's going to be very suspicious. If I, I just don't think that they're going to be able to, it's going to take them that long. Assuming they're like experienced plant owners to buy like an expensive plant like this to take care of. Uh-huh. Don't you think they're going to notice right away that it's plastic? 
And who else had access to their house that would want to swap a plant? Do you think gonna it's going to go right back on us? They're not going to notice right away. Because it's going to look exactly like it looked when they bought it. Okay. Purple vase sitting in the top corner of the back of the room. Mm-hmm. Then the next day they wake up, purple vase, top corner of the back of the room, still has three bulbs, whatever. And then if they look and they say, oh my god, this is fake, and they call us, I say, what are you talking about? It was real the whole time. It's always been real. Remember, we looked at it together and I left. And you loved the plant. So maybe you smoked too much last night of different dopes and cocaine and things or something. Or you drank too much. You ruined the plant, and then you tried to get yourself a fake one to make yourself feel better. I don't know what happened, but I'm sorry for you. Okay. Um. <laughs> I don't. You know, what? I, I really just don't know at this point. I don't think it's a very good plan. But if I'm being, because you're negative, if I'm being because you're being honest, really negative, I wasn't no paying idea. that close attention to really make a lot of criticism, so I'm gonna give it a pass. That's right. You I'm are. gonna say yes. Perfect. Okay. I'm gonna great. say let's try it. Despite your attempts at ruining everyone around you and making them very sad, you have not done it today. I'm happy, and you're a bitch, mm-hmm. and I'm centered and perfect. Okay. Yeah. I My can... chakras are aligned. Yeah, and I'm ready to go. I'm, well, I'm glad you're you're feeling so good and like not tense and yep, very like not about to explode at any moment. Ah! Very chill. Um, well, I guess that's the show, isn't it? Uh, so I was Michael Cavallo. Goodbye, everyone. Mister Meditation is Paul Hudicek. Have Who- a good day. Remember to try to find out. Uh, you could look up. Your aura colors, you can find that out. You want me to teach the people how to do that really quick? No. Um, Once you do, you're going to boil some water. Shush. Uh, if you want to get in Put contact some salt with us. In there. I'm, I'm, I'm not centered, so I'm, I'm ready to, to snap today if you don't let me get out the outro. Okay. Okay? Go ahead. You can contact us. At theperfectcrime.com, at gmail.com. You can tweet us at perfectcrimepod. And also, we have a website now where you can listen to all our episodes. You can contact us. You can ask us questions. Eventually, there's probably going to be like some other cool stuff. This doesn't sound very professional. The, how would you say it? How would you get them to visit the website and, and contact us and do all this stuff? I would say, do whatever you want. And if you, what you want to do in this moment is to come on and contact us at the Perfect Crime Podcast, gmail.com, or email us. You can do so. Or the website, which is the Perfect Crime Podcast.com. Uh, and get in contact there. Um, episodes are released a day early on the website if, if, if that interests you at all. Um, leave uh, reviews. And you might be able to commit the crime before the other people can hear about the crime. That's true. Actually. You could get in there early access. Uh, leave five star reviews and comments wherever you can. And uh, how many other things are on this list? How many things do they have to do? Just those things. That's like it's six, not a long list. Six things that they have to go do now. Well, come on. What else are they doing with their day? Okay. 
Everybody, you should be writing it down. If you didn't write it down, please write it down. There are six items. It, that you it need. wouldn't be so confusing if I didn't have to repeat myself, or it takes ten minutes to say the website name because you're always interrupting me. It's it's this is a you problem, not a me problem at this point. Okay, well, write it down, complete the six things, and then okay. It'll be good. See you next week. Bye. Fuck off, you bitch.